0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: This is one of those games you circle on the calendar. The Warriors return to TD Garden. Yeah, it's a big game. It's an important game.
2: This game's got a playoff game feel to it.
3: And I love the the level of competition.
1: Oh, and now Curry gets it right back from half court. And it's good! A Curry! Horford for three.
3: It's good. It just felt like a high-level basketball game with two really, really good
1: teams, you know, throwing haymakers at each other. Here's Brown. Three-pointer is good. A big one for Jalen Brown.
2: So here we go. Put another five on the clock in a finals rematch. Brown kicks it to Al Horford. And the three is good for Al Horford. He came out and looked like he was 25 today. I wanted to come out here and I wanted to win. I wanted to win really bad. He came out and set the tone. He really did. And we all kind of followed behind that.
1: Tatum gets it with eight to shoot. Now he lets it fly. And another one is down. Jason Tatum hits a big three. And that's it. Wow, what a game.
2: Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles.
4: Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. TD Garden. I mean, it certainly had a playoff feel last night with the reigning champs back in town for a little finals rematch. There is so much to unpack in this game. But before we get to the big picture of what the actual result means, let's just break down how the Celtics got the win. And to do that, I have a little bit of help here. Richard Jefferson, Becky Hammond on hand. Let's start right here, though, the end of regulation. What did you see, Becky, of how the
5: Celtics were able to get back in it down the stretch? well just execution I thought they made shots but more importantly they had the floor space Mm. the right guys taking the right shots at the right time and I thought Golden State had some looks they just missed and so it comes down to getting some stops I thought there was a lack of urgency also on the part of the Golden State Warriors defense and it's the tail of the tape right I'm curious sort of what you (laughs) saw there yeah so right here you see pause it right there little miscommunication here Andrew Wiggins they were switching all night. I imagine yeah. he was supposed to send him to that screen. He get We call this a reject. Okay, He gets rejected on the screen. Now he has a downhill approach. Okay, Steps in the area, so he just stops by. He pulls in three defenders. We talked about this corner pass coming off the strong side. This time, it's a little bit on the weak side, but it was there all night. They got multiple opportunities out of these corners. But still, the Warriors at the very end of this game, you can see Al Horford there elevating. He was
4: so key for them in this game. You have one more, though, that you wanted to talk about.
5: About here, Becky. Yeah. So right here, huge part of the game. Pause it right here again. Brogdon comes in, slips his pick and roll, creates some gray. Okay. So if you run that two more steps, stop. Now we have confusion. Yeah. Jordan Poole's not actually in a terrible spot. They're a little. This 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 play has pace, so they're in transition. But. Clay and Steph don't communicate, so Jordan Poole thinks he has to save the day, and they got their two best players running up. Wiggins is screwed, and so is Draymond on the backside. Yeah,
3: they're in, a, they're in a terrible spot, and it's mainly because of this. If you don't have communication, while it might not look like the start of the play, you're in a bad spot, but as the play progresses, two guys jumping at the ball, and now you get a wide-open shot for one of the best players in the league.
4: Able to just nail that shot, take a look at the time, take a look at the score, but all of this still, Golden State at the very end of regulation. They had a shot here, Richard. What do you see on that final possession?
3: Well, now, look, I'm going to tread on this lightly because the great one, Steph Curry, like, you don't question him. Right. But, like, in baseball, sometimes you need a base hit to win the game. You don't need a home run. And, look, we've seen this. We saw it last game with Darius. Like, you can get a better shot than this. And, look, I'm not going to go to game seven. And you saw, like, Steph could have done some different things. Even he has admitted that. But, look, you've got Al Horford there. Maybe create, get downhill. He's got one of the best best float games he's one of the best finishers but this shot for a game winner mm. that's not the shot that even I know Steph Curry he can make shots that no other human being can make that doesn't mean he should should be forced to make shots that no other human being can make right. to win the game
4: so two overtime we go the Celtics they trailed by double digits they never led in the second half but despite that Boston they managed to force that overtime. and in the extra period they almost they came so close they almost squandered an eight-point lead but Janae, there was one sequence that saved them what would you see on that
6: yeah Jason Tatum after the game was like we literally almost gave this game away, and I'm, I'm going to show you these two possessions because they were kind of wild. The Warriors were in this all the way down yep. to the final buzzer, so roll me my tape, producer Jaren, baby. Andrew Wiggins puts in two free throws, right, to cut the lead from eight to six. Now the Warriors are pressing. Jordan Poole, huge steal. Find a great shooter in the corner. What is the lead now? It's only three. Yep. If you look at the score, three-point game. Warriors, they feel there's blood in the water. There's sharks out there. Marcus Mark, how are you throwing the balls? This is literally how close they were from giving the Warriors an opportunity down the stretch to really shoot. Now again, Coach Steve Kerr is like, hey, I like what I see from defense. We're not gonna foul, let's play this out. They're burning a lot of clock, which is good, but they almost had a violation. Shout out to Al Horford with the awareness to get the shot off because the clock is burning and then the Warriors don't have timeouts. If the Warriors had a timeout here, they could have advanced the ball. And if Al Horford didn't shoot that shot, again, similarly, timeout, advance the ball and they would have an even better look down the stretch so they literally almost gave the game away but hey I like both efforts on both sides because it seems like both people you know the Warriors and the Celtics came to play but They were a little sketchy sketchy. playing. Your heart started to beat a little bit faster there, but that's what the veteran awareness of Al Horford. We saw him ball
4: out in game one of the finals, and we saw it again last night. But, Chanae, I mean, this seemed like a statement game, right? Oh, absolutely. For for both teams. The Warriors, they shuffled their starting lineup. They inserted Jordan Poole for Kavon Ludi. The Celtics, they shortened their rotation just a little bit. Zach, it seemed like there were just so many chips on the table in this game. Which one were you focused on?
1: The Warriors, this was a surprising move to me because starting really in last year's finals, Steve Kerr has gone away from that three guard lineup, the pool party lineup, because it was too small to play against teams like the Celtics, the big bad Boston Celtics. There you see it right there, 10 minutes in the finals, the Mm. entire finals, 21 just last night. It feels to me like he's reaching for something to get this team to just put together a quarter of clean Warriors basketball on the road. They just haven't been able to do it. Becky just outlined how they just flat forgot who was supposed to guard Jalen Brown with the game online. Just forgot. And about a minute and a half before that, they just let Jason Tatum leak out for an uncontested dunk when Steph missed a three-pointer. This kind of stuff, I mean, watch this. There's Clay. there's Steph, nobody gets back. This is a statement game? That statement game defense Every Warriors game, on the road at least, is littered with moments like this that make you think why is this team just not putting it together what is not adding up and the lineup change to me feels like Steve Kerr almost desperately reaching for something Mm. to ignite them because that group is small and that's a spot where Otto Porter fit in last year maybe Jonathan Kaminga fits in there instead of Poole this season really interesting the last 35 games for Golden State coming up
4: yeah and it feels like this is this is the time as Kendra Andrews detailed on our show yesterday they need to lock in now all right we heard from Richard, Becky, Cheney. They all gave us their thoughts on how and what went place down the stretch. But to get the big picture takeaway, we need our resident big man mm-hmm. in
2: Celtics. They rattled off eight straight wins low-key. What did you see, Perk? Well, it wasn't low-key, and they didn't give you an appetizer. They gave you the full menu, the full meal last night. And when I look at it, they, they went back to... Their original big lineup, and I know they've been playing it for a few games, but inserting Robert Williams at that five position, I thought the front court for the Boston Celtics was dominant in, on rebounding. Al Horford, 20 and 10. Robert Williams, 14 and 11. Jason Tatum, 34 and 19. Mm, 34 yeah. and 19. 19. Forget, chest? Yeah, Forget the 34 points, the 19 rebounds, That's right? That's what you want out of Jason Tatum. He's 6'9", 6'10", with stupid athletic ability. Yep. He should be grabbing 10 boards every single night. So when I look at the game, they didn't adjust to the Golden State Warriors. Although late game, they did have Al Horford in the five, which, by the way, I think Coach Missoula has done a tremendous job mm-hmm. of using the guards and wings to set picks and dive to the basket. As we saw with, with Becky showing up film, this is why Al Horford was getting those wide open threes. But this was a statement, statement game for the Celtics. Jason Tatum said, oh, it's just another regular season uh, game. He was a lie and the truth was nowhere near.
6: (laughs) At least, but at least he's consistent because the last time we saw them on, you know, in Chase Center Golden State Warriors turf, he said the same thing, but I think he internalized something completely different. What I love from the Celtics win was that it showed their versatility. Just as you mentioned, Big Perk, the big lineup got big results. Three guys with double doubles. I also love the 22 second chance points they got off of the 18 offensive rebounds because if you're able to get those rebounds defensively, but then also get some on offense, that makes basketball so much easier. And so I'm seeing that versatility where the Celtics, now they're like, hmm, Coach Missoula's like, we can play big when we need to against a team that is really small ball. Or we can go small and play with 1-5 and still be great. The Celtics really are starting to figure things out in yeah. a way that will actually hopefully get them over the hump where they did not last year. And I
3: want to say this in the most respectful oh, way. Oh gosh. Yep. <laughs> no,
6: why is everybody oh, starting to No, no, no,
3: no, no, no.
4: Because we know you.
3: No, no, no. <laughs> Truth be told, I think this game in in all in, is more about the Warriors and the Celtics. And let me explain why because the Celtics in my opinion are the better team. They've been the better team all year long. Yes, they lost in they lost in the finals and they lost earlier in this season, mm-hmm. right? But like Boston should win this game against a 22 and 23 team. Now we're counting it because it's the Warriors and they beat lost somewhere. But the Warriors haven't won at all on the road. They have not they've been one of the worst teams. They had the same amount of road wins as like the Houston Rockets. Excuse do. me. No disrespect to the Rockets, actually tons of <laughs> disrespect, but they're young, they're <laughs> rebuilding. My point is, is that the Boston Celtics have done the same incremental growth that we expect from them, and they have stepped up and done their job. Guys have grown up. Guys have played better. Jason Tatum, I'm giving you a compliment. But when I watch this game, I'm not like, oh, now the Warriors are now the Boston Celtics are the team. They're still going to be the team. I just think the Warriors, that gap is just too big, and I just think it's going to be a very, very difficult oh, role oh, the rest now of the it's,
2: Now it's too big. But, but two or three weeks ago, you were sitting up here telling us about how the Celtics are not playing great they basketball. They weren't playing the great basketball. How, how the Warriors forward, just – they, the, forward, they how, playing too on the road? The wa- yeah, that was, four, that was a <laughs> month That was a month ago. How the Warriors they smacked them up now did. all of a sudden. Now all of a sudden they figured it out. it's a gap. There's there's some, we talking th- about a gap? You just said that. Is yes. Starting to show. I mean, they-, they then had the growth. That's why they had the best record in the league. They, they started so since why, oh, okay, but we're in the regular season. But, but we're blowing up a 22 and 23 team that
3: they just beat. We'll, and say no, it's a big we'll, deal. no. We'll I said it was no, a bad no, loss. Thing. No, this is a We're blowing
2: up a team that you said that you would never dismiss in the Golden State Warriors, and still okay. So how are we blowing them up? You, to this day, you still might have them as your favorite. No, I do. I, no, I, I, the Western, no, Western Conference. the kind of Western, Western I said I'm public. not
3: counting them. Malik is telling us to be well, quiet. Well, what,
2: no, well, I'm Not be quiet, curious. but that we got to move on. No,
4: I, I'm curious, though, when you're talking about this, I think this does say something about the Golden State Warriors, as we talked yes. about yesterday on the show. And Steve Kerzak said yesterday that this lineup with Jordan Poole in it is something that he's going to be going back to. By the way, it's the second night of a back-to-back against the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Warriors, their key guys, played 40-plus minutes last night. Guess who's out? No Clay. no Steph, no Draymond, no Andrew Wiggins. So, what do you think, Zach, of this lineup with Jordan Poole?
1: Good, the Warriors are sitting, everyone. Who do the Warriors think they are? The Clippers? Just disregarding regular season games over and over again. And Perk, Perk, you're right. Richard Jefferson tried to sell us on the Celtics having a horrible, disappointing 4-2 and two West Coast road I'm, trip. I'm okay. As for this lineup, and- look, yeah, that's right. You did. You did. And that's, and that's just a thing. And as for this lineup, look, we'll see how it goes. I'm interested to see how Kaminga and maybe Jermichael Green get reintegrated as, as they come back, particularly Kaminga. Because mm-hmm. I just think that lineup is so small, it's going to have a hard time defending. And Jordan Poole. It might be time to talk about Jordan Poole. It's hard given what Draymond did to him in the preseason and sort of how that affected everything. He just hasn't been good enough this year for the Warriors on offense or on defense. They need him to be a major, major plus on offense, and he hasn't shot it well enough. His turnovers have spiked through the roof. If this lineup is going to work, Let's say this. If this lineup is going to work, they need better Jordan Poole. Last mm-hmm. season's Jordan Poole, and we haven't seen <laughs> that guy yet
5: this year. All
4: right, so that's the Warriors' side of things. But on the Celtics' side, I feel like we do need to give them one more
5: look, especially Al Horford, before we had to break, Becky. Oh, I thought he was huge on both ends of the floor. Yep. Uh, his rim protection, hitting shots. Um, he put his statement. I yep. mean, if it wasn't a statement game for the Celtics, it certainly Same was for, for Al Horford. Yep. <laughs> yes, it was a statement um, game for him. But I'm, I'm going to – I would just like to go back to the Warriors just for one second. Jordan Poole in a sixth-man role, yep. I love. When I look at a stat sheet and he's taking 25 shots and Clay has to get the ball, I think Andrew Wiggins has to get the ball, I like him as a piece, but I don't like him necessarily in that group all the time. Now, that just because you don't start the game doesn't mean you maybe don't end the game like that, but having some kind of rim protection, um, because at the end of the day, uh, the Warriors guards got driven to the bucket, and if they weren't giving up layups, they were getting kick-out wide open threes. And size has been a repeated issue
4: for the Warriors, even as we looked over those dynasty teams. All right, still ahead, though, on NBA Today, uh, Ben Simmons. You can't say that. Yeah, he you're got lucky, tossed, you're about to get eaten. and the Nets' woes continued. A much here discussion on Brooklyn's life without Kevin Durant. And... Believe it or not, Thunder fans, listen up here. The playoffs this season, I mean, it's looking like a real possibility from tanking to torching Zach Lowe on their resurgence. But the main event, it is tonight. LeBron James, John Morant, the Grizzlies, the Lakers. It is going down. Wait until you hear what John Morant says he has in store
2: for LeBron. i might to have to Back. cancel my flight tonight.
0: <laughs> now let's talk about the play of the week. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
2: You're watching NBA Today.
4: All right, let's talk a little bit about Brooklyn because the Nets, they entered last night's game against the Suns on a three-game losing streak since Kevin Durant suffered an MCL sprain. So Kyrie Irving trying to get his team back in it. I want to show you all something real quick in the third. Watch Ben Simmons here picks up his 5th foul on this play. so He has to go to the bench, but then he gets a technical foul so he would end up getting kicked out of the game in this one we're going to pick it up in the 4th quarter. Because after the Suns led big, things got close here. Kyrie Irving willing his team back into the game. Oh, my goodness. Just a sweet move from Kyrie.
3: Yeah, just a little high off the glass. And, look, they expelled so much injury. And, look, Reggie Miller said something that was that I picked up on and to hear Reggie say it in the game. At that last shot where they were tired, like, towards the end of the game, Kyrie got tired. He got fatigued. And I don't mean that in a bad way. He just used so much energy, and their team used so much energy to come back. You see this Seth Curry three. But, like, when you're shorthanded, you can't be playing down 15 down 18 and trying to come back like look again big shot here we're not going to see the the exact flow of the last play but it just becomes very difficult for a Brooklyn team to play shorthanded and to feel like they can come back Kyrie all the talent that they have it is so much of a task and becomes very difficult
4: so right here Nick Claxton tries to purposely miss the free throw but it actually didn't hit the front rim so it didn't count here's Jack Vaughn after the game Uh,
3: we need him to um, be productive, and that is without the fouls, that is helping us rebound the basketball, that is uh, playing with poise and composure, that is pushing the pace for us. So uh, unfortunately when you're a really good basketball player, there's, your list is long, and uh, and so are the responsibilities. And uh, hopefully we'll continue to ask of those things and challenge him and uh, challenge this group to uh, be able to answer those long lists. Uh, I think our job is to continue to believe in him Uh, give him confidence, and to continue to put him out there and play.
4: The Nets, right, they were rolling before Kevin Durant's injury. They won 14 of 15 games. They were the second seed in the East. With those four losses without him, though, they've dropped to the fourth seed. So it's going to be expected, right, when you have an MVP candidate missing games, you're going to struggle a little bit. But Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, they combined to make 10 All-Star games. So it feels like there's something missing here, Perk. What do the Nets need to do to get this team back on track in the absence of Kevin
2: Durant? (laughs) <laughs> get Kevin Durant back here's the thing Ben Simmons Kyrie Irving what both of those guys complaining in their current situations right in their former situations about being that guy <coughs> didn't he have a problem in Philly Uh as far as Ben Simmons wanting to be the guy the franchise guy over Joel B? Ben Simmons is who he is right he is a really good role player mm-hmm. at this point we have to accept that now Kyrie Irving Kyrie Irving, without a superstar on his team, he, is, he has a below-average winning record. Like no LeBron, he ain't winning. Just think about the Cleveland days. Every single time, they was, in the, they was in the lottery. Okay, you look at now, without Kevin Durant, they had 500. So here's the thing when I look at Kyrie Irving, because when Kyrie Irving came back off of his suspension, so many people lashed out oh, y'all need to apologize, the Brooklyn Nets are winning. They were winning because of Kevin Durant and how he was playing at, like the best player in the world. It wasn't because of what Kyrie was doing, because now he has the opportunity. You have Seth Curry. You have um, Claxton, who has been playing exceptionally well, along with T.J. Warren. You have the pieces. You have the pieces. Again, we're not asking for the full-course meal. We just want to appetize them. Mm. We just want to see, can you win regular season games for a short period of time as you've been the leader and the go-to guy? And right now the answer is no.
5: I really feel – I have a philosophy about this whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go, coach. If your best player is your (laughs) smallest player, with the exception of Steph Curry, you will not be good enough to win a championship. Hmm. Steve Nash, Allen Iverson, John Stockton. Like, when you start going down lists – at the end of the day, coming from a small guard, this is a big man's game. You need a dude that's 6'8", 6'7", 6'9". You need those guys to win. And especially, it's hard to win in the NBA when they're all that big. And if it, and I'm not saying he's amazing. I mean, he dropped 60-plus on us in, right. in San Antonio one year. And the efficiency, the, the degree of difficulty of the shots that he makes. But at the end of the day, you got to have that guy that just has that length, on both ends of the floor and really impacts the game and, champ- and impacts winning, mm. to your point.
6: Yeah, and if you don't have that guy, then it's going to be really difficult. And the only other alternative in the interim, this is what I feel like everyone was expecting, was like, you have to make everyone else better. Because it's hard to replace a Kevin Durant- sized offensive hole. I mean, he was averaging about 35-40 and shooting the ball so well from three and being efficient, you know, in the mid-range. So when you look at this Nets team, it's just been a little bit of regression and trying to adapt to not having him who bends the defense defenses his way Kevin Durant they've been 24th in field goal percentage without KD during this time they've been 26th in three-point percentage that's not the Brooklyn Nets you know what I mean so without KD being able to attract one two three defenders those open looks are that window is getting smaller and smaller and I think it's affected their overall shooting percentage so it's not just Kyrie it's the entire squad
3: okay there's a lot here there's a lot of truth. One of your points, you said except for Steph, but also understand what was going on when Clay wasn't around, right? They need that six seven wing guy that can help space the four to allow Clay. So even using your point, you still do need a big guard. Even with Steph, you need some big guards, right? Yeah. yeah. Well
5: well for sure. And and the whole thing which makes Draymond Green
0: mm, special.
5: So, so special. Draymond Green is not Draymond Green in Oklahoma City or right. Orlando. But with this group. He is super valuable because he is the playmaker. And at the end of the day, those guys—all that I just said—they're all playmakers.
3: They're all playmakers. And
5: so when you get that playmaker at that big position, boy, that puts a lot of pressure on the defense. And
3: I want addri- right. to address Perk for here for a second. Of course, to yeah. say, of course, to say that it wasn't Kyrie. No, no, no. It was the Brooklyn Nets that were doing that stretch when Kyrie came back because this is why it wasn't just Kevin Durant. Now, Kevin Durant is the best player, one of the best players in the world. I'm not disputing that. But there's two points here. When you look at Kyrie's crunch time minutes, when you look at Kyrie's like entire crunch time information, he is one of the top guys in the league. They got, what is it, the Jerry West Award that's coming out? He's one of the people that is a top three candidate. If you look at his stats in the fourth quarter in crunch time, he's one of the best. So that means when the Nets got to late game, who was hitting the game winner? I think it was in Toronto. Hit that big game three or hits that three-pointer to win the game. So it was a collective unit. Now you take the biggest piece, Kevin Durant, out of that collective unit, and yes, teams will struggle. You take LeBron James, you see the Lakers struggling without Anthony Davis. You go and look around this entire league, Giannis. You look at if you have the best one of the top three players in the world, you take him out of the roster, where I will disagree with you, they weren't just winning because of Kevin Durant. Collectively, they were one of the best teams in. In the league as a unit Kyrie yeah. was killing people in the fourth quarter the numbers say that the record and, says that all of that and, says and, that so it wasn't just Kevin Durant Kevin Durant allowed him the space to go to work but he was doing that work also
2: bro he was Kevin Durant was getting triple double agreed and why Kyrie Irving was able to rock out in the late game moments Crunch was sign. because they was using Kevin Durant as a decoy but you still gotta do my it. Point, that's my point exactly Without another superstar on the floor, when you can't use Kevin Durant as a decoy, can you go do and deliver in the same fashion? That's my point. Now this is great, it's a great point, and that's what we're gonna find out from, from
4: Kyrie. But at the end of the day, the Nets next two games at they face the Warriors in Golden State. We just got finished speaking about how Golden State struggles on the road, but at home they're still pretty good. The 76ers they face in Philadelphia. This is a tough schedule they have coming up, all without Kevin Durant. So Zach, how do you see this going?
1: Yeah, there's a lot of talk over there in the studio. I want to go back to the seven-course meal with the lemon pepper wings that Perk (laughs) was serving up or whatever, because we're sitting here debating all this stuff. And what we're really talking about is before the season when Kevin Durant explained why he had once requested a trade from the Nets, he talked about when he was injured last year, and he sat back and watched a team that could not win without him, that lost 10 or 11 games in a row without him. How about you just win a game? Like we're talking about what's your record here? What's your record there? Here's the record. 0-4. 0-0. That's the record. Kyrie Irving, people think he should be in the all-star team. Ben Sims has made all-star teams before. Nick Claxton has an all-star case. You want me to start listing the players the Phoenix Suns were missing last night when they blew the doors off Brooklyn for the first three quarters of the game? Were you going to play that game? Start winning, I don't know, 40% of your games without Kevin Durant? If you're a serious team, you can win 35 or 40% of your games even without a Kevin Durant. With the talent that I just said, win one out of every three games that's all right now that zero is looming large you saw their next three games if they're 0 seven without kevin durant when we wake up next week the noise is going to get louder and louder they need to start putting some wins together just here and there that's all that's all we're asking for that's all
2: perk wants damn i love zach on friday
4: <laughs> <laughs> friday zach is always a good zach. yes you know what team has no problem winning lately Denver Nuggets and still to come on NBA today. I mean, Nikola Jokic, he has been rolling. He's doing it all. But Friday back, he says that the Nuggets deserve an additional All Star. What do you think about that? And Big perk. He's not just out on the Clippers. He's taking it a step further. Kendrick with a prediction that is going to boggle your mind. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. And tonight, it's the night. Ja Morant, LeBron James, they go toe-to-toe in crypto as LeBron continues to chase Kareem. But I saw Ja this morning at out, and boy, he is
5: ready. Are you
3: serious?
1: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there.
4: It's Friday, and you know what that means. It's time for Zach Lowe's 10 Things column out on ESPN.com, where he tells us the things that he likes and the things that he does not like right now across the NBA. Where is he? Zach Lowe. There is the man, the myth, the legend. All right, Zach, number one on your list. What you got?
1: The Oklahoma City Thunder, sneakily tied for seventh place right now in the Western Conference. Tied with the Clippers, with whom they can swap picks this year because of that trade. Look, there was a lot of alarmist talk about, oh, Oklahoma City, they're tanking, they're ruining the NBA. I was guilty of it, too. I own that. At the end of the day, they were bad for just two seasons. Other teams have been bad for much longer. They have found something with this small ball group of Shea, Dort, Giddy, and Jalen Williams. They're running around. They're switching. They're cutting. They're passing. They're legit. They're solid. They're going to stay in the play and race for the rest of the season. All
4: right. I like it, but I'm bringing my friend Shanae Ogumake into the conversation, and we're going to put 24 seconds on the clock here. When it is all said and done, Shanae. Do you think the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to the
6: playoffs? It is time for the Thunder to start shaking up the atmosphere. I absolutely believe so. Seven and three in their last ten. I think the Warriors trend un- upward, and I'm also looking forward to next year. You know why? Chet Holmgren is healthy. Yes. Now that's when you feel like, all right, they fully will be absolutely at the start of the season in the playoffs. But right now, they can be in the play-in. They can be cute, but the future is very bright. The future. The is The sky bright. is clear. The sky is clear. Just a little bit of thunder. Yeah, I have a feeling the atmosphere. I the
4: feeling. The thunder is going to start. <laughs> Shake things up! All right, Zach, come with me, please, because that's just number one on Zach's ten things. Shanae Gumake, thank you very much. Well, because we need to get to number two, Richard Jefferson on Zach Lowe's list. Zach, what else you got for us?
1: Uh, what am I supposed to be talking about here? Aaron Gordon or something else? I can't yes. remember. Aaron Gordon. Yes. There yes, it is.
0: Please.
1: Aaron Gordon. Look, Aaron Gordon was miscast as a wing and a ball handler in Orlando. It didn't work. He is in the absolute perfect spot right now, cutting off Nikola Jokic, hunting post ups, dishing assists, leading the break. It's the perfect role for him. He guards every position on the floor. And I'll say this, I haven't done my full list of 12 guys yet, Aaron Gordon is on that short, short list for one of the last couple of All-Star spots in the Western Conference. He's been that good, 17 a game on almost 60% shooting and all defense level defense.
4: All right, but here's the thing, Richard. We're going to put 24 seconds on the I'm going to use I'm, – I'm, I'm going heard. into
3: overtime. We're going to get an offensive rebound well, but and let another me 14. Add
4: a little bit more information for you to, to to think about here. He said in an interview with Sports Illustrated, Aaron Gordon did, that if he is an all-star, he will do the dunk contest.
3: I don't care about any of that stuff. Okay. That, that's extra don't, stuff. Don't that's, a, no, that, that's extra stuff. That's great. This is my thing. Aaron Gordon deserves to be in the – for anybody that says Denver should win the championship – they need two What's all-stars next? on their team. Don't tell me what the Denver situation is if you don't have Aaron Gordon on that list because, to me, they're not number one. L- Jokic, we know. They're six. They're three, right, if they don't, if he doesn't have the health around him. When he has the help and the health around him, they're the number one team. So if they're the number one team, you should have an all-star. Don't tell me that Denver's your favorite to come out of the West and they only have one all-star. They have two, and the second one is Aaron Gordon.
4: All right. I like them having a second all-star. Yeah. I also like them
3: participating in. And Gordon the dunk contest the dunk is cool. Contest. He should have won a dunk contest. You know don't what I'm don't saying? Anger I don't anger me, mind Richard. That. What's up?
4: When you anger me, this video comes back. Now. I have no problem. This just gets me more
3: likes. I oh, posted it on my know. Instagram for years. <laughs> Check out my IG. It's on there.
4: To the 10 things column because there are eight more things from this column that I wish we could get into all of them, but we only have time for one more. Perhaps it lies in Los Angeles, Zach. What's the last thing we were going to talk about here?
1: No team, not one, is under more pressure than the L.A. Clippers who need to realize that the season actually started about three months ago and they need to start caring about these games because then we're going to get to the playoffs, we're going to say, oh my gosh, we have no rhythm, no continuity, their offense is still stuck in mud, they have no identity, I mean, it's just so disorganized. Here goes Paul George, Kawhi cuts right in to the passing lane, he has to Terrence Mann, almost sabotages the whole thing, and then they just all sort of Stand around, watch Kawhi dribble, dribble. Now Kawhi can do that, but it's not going to work every time. No movement, no cutting, no backup plan. Blah. Goodbye, ball. And then again here. Okay, Marcus Morris. Blah. Then okay, we're going to all just sort of meander around. Here comes the screen. Finally, there's 12 on the shot clock. That's great. Nothing happens. Good defense by the Sixers, who are killing it right now, by the way. Kick the ball out to Terrence Mann. Hey, there's gotta be a plan B. There's probably another screen coming, a secondary action. Said, so, no? Oh, okay, we're just gonna watch Terrence Mann dribble for a while. They just, are, they just have no coherent identity, and it's year four of this, and no team is under more pressure as we approach the trade deadline than the Clippers, who, like yeah. I said before, are tied with the Thunder, the team that owns all their draft picks owns all of their
4: draft picks. So, 3,000 words you wrote in this column. 367 of them were about the Clippers, but we know that Perk likes to just give us yeah. one word, one word of the day yeah. to describe
2: the Clippers, Perk. Yeah, you know, I've been working on my English, but I'm going outside my comfort zone, and I'm going French here, right? Oh. La Porte, right? Oh. La Porte. <laughs> what? Yeah, there you go, right there. What? The, what? the, the, fri- the French, the French, the French, term for a person who likes <laughs> to lose. And since we stay in French, we're going to stay in Paris, France because the Clippers seem like to me they're trying to enter the states for Victor who? Uh,
4: Victor Wembenyama. There we go. That's what's exactly what's going problem on. problem with that, Zach? As we just mentioned, who owns most of the, the Clippers picks right now?
1: swap rights this year swap rights this year for the Uh, thunder they might as well own one of steve bombers houses (laughs) on the beach in la or seattle or something the way they own they own that team's assets
2: all right malika help me out with the word you've been taking up those french classes i got
4: you i think (laughs) all right let's talk about the other team in los angeles still to come on nba today the king of the upper room john Morant himself he says there's still one dream poster dunk he wants and he could complete it tonight in LA. We'll explain.
3: This
4: crowd, uh, they are all on fire with that Ooh, I cannot wait. We're just hours away from those two going toe to toe at Crypto.com Arena back here with Becky Hammond, Gumake, Big Perk, and Richard Jefferson. But before we dive into this game, it's going to be a spectacular individual matchup. John Morant, he joined this show in October, and he had this to say about LeBron James. Player you want to dunk on the most.
2: LeBron.
4: LeBron.
2: Okay.
4: <laughs> All right, then, Ja. He wants to dunk on LeBron the most. Um,
3: Very few of us have done it, and let me tell you, Ja, it feels great. So, like, yeah, <laughs> it feels outstanding, Ja, and I'm rooting for you because, look, that, that's one, like, you, you, your kids, everyone will see it. So I, I see you. Come join the club.
4: Who's the most must-see tonight, Perk? Oh,
5: <laughs> the
2: most box office person in the league, that's Ja Morant. Why are you going to the game tonight? You going to see Ja?
6: Janae? Yeah, I'd have to say, I mean, both of them are must-see. Oh. But, oh. but Ja Morant, the reason why it's possible is because his dunks... <laughs> Listen, I answer Ja. They're both LeBron and Ja are must-see. Uh, ja Morant, his, his dunks can come out of nowhere, and that's why I think this is a possibility for tonight. Becky? I mean...
5: <laughs> you get numb to LeBron's greatness. That's a, like, yeah. We, you get numb to, he, Jaws the new shiny Christmas toy where he's just like yeah. ooh and on ah the whole time. Ooh. That was Fine. my n one play. I finally got yeah, Malika had her dunk on opening the segment the whole time. Yes, <laughs> we finally got our dunks on. how <laughs> yeah, I just slid that in there. It's going to be a fun <laughs> one. I
4: cannot wait for that tonight on ESPN, 7 o'clock Eastern. No, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern. Still to come right here on NBA Today, though, after the Mavs, just lackluster performance against the Hawks. Jason Kidd, he called out his team. So does our coach agree with that decision? Becky Hammond, coming up next. he's had a lot go his way this season, right? But two nights ago in Atlanta, got the best of him in the Mavs. DeJounte Murray scored 30. John Collins had 19. Troy Young added 18. The Hawks dropped 130 on Dallas. So needless to say, Mavs head coach Jason Kidd not exactly pleased with the defensive effort. Listen to this.
2: If it's with this personnel, then you got to, you know, keep asking or demanding, you know, for those guys uh, to play defense. It's not. You know, just the offensive end, and you know tonight, um again we give up 130. A team shot 57 percent. It's a shoot around. You know, and, and in this case, in this league, you do that. No matter if you have Luca, or Kareem, or LeBron, you're gonna lose. It doesn't matter how many points you score. You're always gonna be short. Yeah.
4: It's a shoot-around. Mm-hmm. So what's the calculation, Becky, that you have to make as a coach of when you're going to publicly call out your team and when you're going to be like, all right, we're just going to keep this in-house?
5: Yeah. So I think a couple things. First of all, uh, you're not calling out your team unless you've said this directly to your players mm-hmm. behind closed doors a hundred times. You've got to be very clear with what their job objective is defensively. Then you've got to show them the how how we're going to do this, and then they got to bring the effort. At the end of the day, I don't know how you hold people accountable if they don't, they're not doing their job. Well, you go back to the basics. You know what your job is, you know how to do your job, and now you bring the effort. But right here, try hard. Try hard every time, and then you can start to build off something because defense a lot of times, and especially in an 82-game season, I know it's a knock on the NBA, right? Like they don't play any defense. Well, there's some times where you have to get that stop, and 122 points is enough to win a game. Yeah. So you got to start looking at the other end of the floor. Mm-hmm. But you don't go public until you've hammered this point so hard behind closed doors that now it's kind of like, okay, y'all, now we're going to go put you on blast. So what, Chanae, are the
4: numbers <laughs> that needed to be put on blast here? Because I know you've been diving into this.
6: Yeah, we were talking to the rake, and Richard was like, oh, what's the answer? I was like, I have the answer. I was like, oh, my yeah. bad. But I actually also had an epiphany. Around this time last year, Coach Jason Kidd actually did the same thing. He didn't say it out loud, but you saw their defense transform. Last year they had the second best defense in the NBA. Right now, they have the 25th. And so I think this is a little bit of a calculation Mm. saying, hey, defensively we turn it up because what happened after we turned our defense around? We made a huge playoff run. And so they sort of figured out offense with Christian Wood. I like the production there. Now they have to figure out defense and they'll be more complete. But like Coach Becky Hammond said, it has to start with effort. And you have to have buy-in from your star player as well with Luca improving his defense there as well. So I'm guessing you've been called out by a coach. Oh, Oh,
3: God. You've been called oh, out by
6: a coach. Yeah, not
3: that many times.
4: Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with the liar. Uh, okay. <laughs> what, when you're looking at this, how do you respond as a player when you've been called out publicly? like Well,
3: I, I think uh, uh, Coach and Cheney both said it right. You don't say it publicly unless you've said it privately. Uh, he did call out his team. And again, last year I think it was the postseason where he called out his players publicly. During the postseason, everybody was like, oh, what is it? It was like. This is Jason Kidd, one of the greatest players to ever play our game. There is no doubt argument, especially on the defensive end. So it wasn't, we know the passes, but defensively, he is one of the best guards ever. So when he can judge effort, and one of the things when we talked to him is when he won a championship with Dirk, he said this, Dirk, give us a second and a half, right? You got Jason Terry, you got Tyson Chandler, you got talented players behind you. You just got to give us half a second. And right now, I don't think his players are giving each other that half second of help.
2: Well, he said, if you lack skill then you gotta have the effort right and they lack skill around Luca also this is a test who's gonna respond right in great fashion or who's gonna pout about it because the trade deadline coming up
4: trade deadline (laughs) is coming (laughs) February 9th is that Uh, a paper airplane yes when did you make that
2: Uh, when Perk was talking will
4: it
3: fly while Perk was talking yeah will it fly fly, Richard wait a second this is not on demand I'm waiting for the one minute to come back all right well I want to make another one
5: Wait a lot. Of oh, the- that's a great oh, one. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. i 60 seconds. <laughs>
3: i
0: had a
1: lot of time. <laughs> I- <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs>
4: Top of the league, me and my clique. Welcome to NBA Today, joined by a me star-studded panel. I'm Malika Andrews. We're talking about the now. De'Aaron Fox, DeMontis, Sabotis. He doesn't pass it to me. Oh, no. So, Malika. the hey. hey.
6: You talk nerdy to me when Ooh. it comes to basketball. Sexiness, it's accuracy, it's all the things. And you
2: know what joke mean? What? Jack of all trades. <laughs> okay. What the list says. Show me the list that was doing a segment that represents big men.
4: Since turning 38, I mean, look <laughs> at his stats. So We are going to Perk's Penthouse.
2: Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.
5: <laughs> I was there for that game. Us?
2: Yes, how was that? <laughs> that is the dunk of the year.
5: <laughs> Ooh,
3: baby. baby! You got a problem, bro. My goodness. Nothing NFL Live
1: right is right
0: coming here. up. we my God! My
4: It's safe to say we had some fun this week, but uh, not as much fun as Becky has had since she joined us in the office. And and when she's here, we all got to be on our A-game. Just Mm -hmm. take
5: a look at what I mean. All right, guys. What's good? We're about to get it, get it. Morning. You guys hyped today? You're the security guards, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah.
5: You're not very intimidating at all. You gotta sit up straight. Oh, sorry, 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 your sorry. chest out a little bit. Let me tell you oh. something. You never have to get ready if you stay ready. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
5: yeah. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. Good. Bring it in. Oh. On three. Security guards. One, two, three.
0: Security, security
5: guards. That's great. So good. Hair and makeup. Hair and makeup. Bring it in, ladies. We're in a team sport. Okay. There is no eye in makeup, you but, know what I'm saying? But there's an eye in hair, though. But not right now, okay? We need primer, foundation, primer, concealer. Foundation. Primer, foundation, concealer. Nice, I think we got it, ladies. Uh, did she begin getting Yeah. You? What about lashes? And blush? Lipstick? Contouring? What was that? Nothing. Oh, Caesar! Caesar! Hey, Coach. Oh, there you are. You're one of the top uh, researcher guys for the NBA, right? Yeah. Uh, well, we got the playoffs right around the corner. We got to be better. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's some basic stats you need to know. Who's the 1984 NBA All-Star MVP? 84? Uh, I wasn't even born. No, you, I mean, that's an excuse. I need I'm going to have to have you do better than that, okay? okay. Who's leading the league in three-point percentage? Uh, I have to <clears throat> Wrong. Denver. You need to up your game up. Are you the uh 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 I don't know guy or are you going to be the stat guy? No, uh, the stat guy. Let's get it together.
0: Okay. Uh, mom. Yeah, she called me the, uh, the uh, I don't know guy again.
5: Control room, control room, everybody listen up. We can run through some drills, get everybody hyped for the show. You know, Becky, I, I think you're so great, but I, I need you to leave this control.
6: We got work to do, we got other things to do. I just, we got to stay on our path, and we're going to, I'm going to have to call players only meeting if we, we keep this going. Oh,
5: players only meeting, all right. I like that, Kathy, all right. I got that. That's the first time I saw that. First of all,
3: how did you know? How did you know that 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 Caesar that 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 was his nick nickname?
5: I mean, I heard rumors. <laughs> you heard rumors? You heard rumors? He can make a sources, jump shot, though. Sources. He can
3: make a jump shot. A corner three,
5: I've seen it. A three. He I've seen it for three. sure. No, I got.
4: appreciate you raising the, the level around here, the effort of everybody. I love the, the cameos. Building. Gio, who does our yeah. makeup. I love Heather, who does our hair. There's everywhere. an eye in here. There's an
5: eye in was. I know. But I don't want to anger, and it felt I I don't so bad yelling at Malika. I was like, not now, Malika. You get used to it.
3: Trust me, you get used to it.
5: Oh, man. I'm not going to be here for a while, so I just want to make sure you guys are on your Back. Yes, we're ready. You always, always try, try hard. hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and have a it great time, and I'll miss y'all. Becky always be,
2: be available. Always yeah.
4: be available, Becky Hammond. Thank you so much for spending this week in thank studio you. with yeah. us. We've had so much fun. That's going to do it for us. You you're still trying Ooh. to hit the camera with it? I believe in you. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's my girl. I knew she could do it. Everyone enjoy <laughs> their weekend. Enjoy the games tonight. NFL Live is coming up gonna next. i to take my steam.
6: <laughs>
0: what? Laura! No, no I'm not. No. I did it and
6: I did it better, Richard. Are you surprised? <laughs>